This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This broadcast is coming to you from our studios here at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. And this is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on Old Dan early in the morning, going out early for, while the dew's still on the ground. And me and Old Dan getting up, getting out early. And uh, we praise the Lord for each one of you who tune in. Many of you get up 4 o'clock in the morning here, the Old Trailblazer. Some of you old truckers out there on the highway hear me 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Others up in the middle of the day, but I'm happy to be with you. And I'm happy to know that you're listening. I would like to hear from you. I would like to know that you're interested in getting out the gospel. You know, there's so much error in the land today. One of the things that we do here is refute error. We call your attention to the fact that the Bible now has been watered down. Many of the versions of the Bible are cluttered up with all the junk in the world. And I have a little pamphlet here on the on those things. If you like me, I'll send it to you. And uh, all the errors and omissions of these newfangled Bibles. But we do that. But we're out here preaching the gospel, bringing you, thus saith the Lord, day by day. And in our study now, we've been on for a few days, we're looking at the blood in the Old Testament. And we, in our last study, we were looking there how the Lord had told those, uh, those folks to put the blood on the doorpost. And uh, let's get back in our study. We were looking there where the Lord said, I'll pass over, pass through the land of Egypt, and will smite the firstborn of all in the land. They were in that land of Egypt. The Jews were. They were under judgment just like the Egyptians were. The only difference was that God had set his love upon them and said, I'm going to redeem them. He showed them the way out, and they submitted to it. You know the verse that says it's better to obey than to sacrifice? You know why a lot of folks are not saved? Because they will not obey the Lord. When you hear anyone say, I want to be saved, but I'm not going to go to be saved just like old trailblazer, you can put it down. He doesn't want to be saved because I'm preaching the gospel. I'm preaching salvation by blood and by redemption, by power, and I'm preaching the way the Lord wants me to. So that afternoon, it was growing late. Let's get this picture. Would you do that? There in the land of Goshen, those three, four, five, six million Jews, I don't know how many it was. It's not important, but it was a bunch of them. And we see the head of the home bringing that lamb there with his family. He'd been had it shut up for so many days. And he had his family there, the lamb tied. And he took the knife and slew that lamb and caught the blood in a bowl or in a basin. He took a bunch of hyssop. You know what a hyssop is? It's like a sagebrush, broom sage we used to call it. It's just some something that they could use for a brush. And he dipped it, dipped it in that blood. And he went there to the front door, out at the front door, and he raised that bunch of hyssop and struck the blood upon the doorpost, both sides, and across the top. There's the blood streaming down. Look, can't you see it now? Can't you smell that blood? Oh, what a gory sight all over the front door as he lifted up that bunch of hyssop and flung the blood upon the doorpost. But it was the Lord's way. He was obeying the Lord. Well, I don't see what in the world that done. I don't know what good that would do. No, no, that was the Lord had ordained it, my friend. Listen, it was God's way. It was God's method of deliverance. And I want to ask you, uh, do you know that the blood has been applied to the doorpost of your heart? The only difference between you and hell is blood, the blood of Christ. That's all I have, my friend. The only difference between me and the eternity in hell is the blood. The blood has sacrificed, been sacrificed, and has been shed or spread abroad. The only difference between you and hell is the blood. 
Oh, my friend, if you don't have the blood applied to the doorpost of your heart, you don't have any safety, and you're exposed to the wrath and judgment of a sin-avenging God. The only hope that the Jew had that night was the blood. And my friend, they were behind the blood. They were shut up behind the blood. The father of the home had sprinkled, spread, splashed, flung that blood upon that doorpost. And they went inside and shut the door. And the death angel was to come. They took the lamb that had been killed and roasted it. And we see that Jewish family sitting around the table. It says with their loins girded, their shoes on their feet, eating that lamb with bitter herbs, which typified their bitterness in slavery. They were behind the blood. And I want to tell you something, my friend. Let me, old trailblazer, just slow down here and tell you. As I sit down at the feast table of my Lord and feed on the Paschal lamb, I always eat it with bitter herbs. I do. You say, well, then, how can you rejoice? I never get away from the bitterness of repentance. I never get away from the judgment of sin that rests upon every sinner. I never get away from the fact that God redeemed me. I never get away from the fact that the blood makes a difference. I know, I know, my friend, the pit from whence the Lord hewed me. And I never get away from the bitterness of repentance. But thank the Lord, the bitterness of repentance is sweetened with the cross of Christ. Christ is my substitute. Do you have a substitute? Old trucker friend out there, do you have a substitute? You going down the highway, and I see so much of this in the news and the papers and in in wherever. So many of our trucker friends are ha- accidentally getting killed out there on the highway because this traffic is so horrendous now, and these f- folks are in a hurry. Everybody's in a hurry to get somewhere, and I often say they're in a hurry to get to hell. Oh, but my friend, I tell you, I tell you, listen, are you under the blood? Are you under the blood right now, my friend? Old trailblazer's trying to be compassionate with you. I, I know folks call me old fool. I know that. That doesn't bother me a bit. But let me be a fool for Christ's sake. Let me be honest with you folks. I don't know too many pastors whom I hear on the radio that's concerned about your soul. Many of them, I, I fear, are concerned about your money. Oh, my friend, I, I see. I told someone the other day, the old trailblazer, born at night, but I wasn't born at last night. I have a little bit of sense. I know what's out there. I know what we're facing. I know the errors that's being preached and taught and, and, and shoved down the throats of our young people now, and they're coming up not believing. They believe this and believe that. But listen, oh, listen. But thank the Lord, the bitterness of repentance is sweetened by the cross of Christ. Christ is our only hope. I asked you, what's your hope? Is it your hope of being a good, obedient child all your life, never giving your parents any trouble? Is that your hope, my friend? Or is your hope that you uh, joined the church one night, one Sunday night back there somewhere, the preacher gave an invitation, you went up and shook his hand, and he patted you on the back, my boy, patted you on the head, my young girl, and said, you know, Susie, the Lord saves you. Johnny, you know the Lord. No, that's not salvation, my friend. That's not salvation. 
Or maybe you was baptized. I know folks who tell me they were baptized when they were 9, 10 years old, and they, they've counted that for salvation for all these days. Now they're up in their 40s and 50s, and they, the Lord awakened them. They say, you know, I was, I was deceived. That pastor told me I was saved. I often take time out here to visit, in, in essence, the, the uh, judgment seat of God. One day there will be a judgment seat set in heaven or in wherever. And, and, and the, the people will be brought before the judge. The Lord will be on the throne. And the books will be open. And the Bible says another book will be open. And they'll call out your name. Whatever your name is, your name will be called one day. And you'll stand there. And the angel will be told, look to see if this man's name is in the book. And he'll look and he'll look and he'll come back and say, no, my Lord, his name's not there. Look again. You may be a mistake. Look again. Finally, he'll say, no, his name's not there. And he'll say, depart from me. I never knew you. Oh, my friend, cast him out into outer darkness. And if you would, if you could, if you could, you would turn and glance over there at that pastor who led you astray and told you that, that shaking his hand was salvation. What a day that will be, you and him both cast into outer darkness because, because you never come to see that the blood was important. Oh, my friend, we have a bloodless religion today, don't we? A bloodless religion? How many How many today are going to church on Sundays and Wednesdays and Saturdays and whatever thinking that they have to do something? They have to, they have to, to do so many of this and that and the other. But, oh, my friend, let's go back to our study. Let's go back. Listen, everything is quiet now. The Jews are not all asleep. No, no, they're not asleep. The Lord passed through Egypt to smite the firstborn, and it came to pass, as Moses had said, when he seeth the blood upon the doorpost, on the side post, the Lord will pass over that door. The word Lord can be translated Jehovah, Redeemer, Substitute. He passed over that door and will not suffer the destroyer to come into your house to smite you. That's Exodus 2.23, if you want to go read it. That's one of the most beautiful pictures of Christ as a sinner substitute that you'll ever find in God's Word, my friend. When he said he will pass over that door, he literally meant that when he and the death angel came to a house where there was blood, Jehovah God leaped over that door and overshadowed the firstborn, and the destroyer could not touch him. I want to tell you something this morning, tonight. Yonder in the Garden of Gethsemane, when God laid upon Christ our sins, he bore them to Calvary's cross. It was there on the cross that our Lord hugged us to his bosom, overshadowed us, and the stroke that was intended for us fell upon him. He bore our sins in his own body on the tree. 1 Peter 2.24 the knife that was intended to strike death to our bosom found its way into his very soul. Oh, this morning, tonight, whatever. Thank the Lord for Christ as our substitute, my substitute. Thank the Lord a ransom has been found. Oh, if we could just thank, my friend, I glory in the cross of Christ and the Savior Jesus Christ by whom I am crucified unto the world, and the world is crucified unto me. Do you know anything about the blood, my friend? You know you don't hear that, do you, in the average church? You listen to radio pastors, television pastors. You listen. Would you do that? Listen intently 
Just, 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 just be quiet and keep it in your heart and say, you know, the old trailblazer told me, asked me to listen to see if I hear anything about the blood. And that's what I want to do. When this world-famous televangelist comes on the TV, I want to see if he mentions the blood. I want to see if he does. And yet that poor old ignoramus trailblazer, he, he wants me to check and see if, if they mention the blood. Because it's only by blood and by power that a man is ever saved. It's not by high cathedrals and stained glass windows and tall steeples. None of that stuff has anything to do with salvation. It's the blood. It's the blood that makes an atonement. Just like the blood that was over that doorpost in that in those houses that night. And the death angel came through and he couldn't stop. He just kept going because the Lord overshadowed that door. And my friend, that's a reality to the old trailblazer. I, I look back and I know I'm not worthy to be saved, neither are you. But my friend, the Lord loved me, chose me before the foundation of the world, set his love upon me, and he said, I am, I'm redeeming him because uh, he's one of mine, one of mine elect. Oh, my friend, I, I wish I could sit down by your side and drink a cup of coffee with you maybe and eat a piece of pie and uh, tell you how Christ died for sinners. That's what we do here at the Trailblazer, tell you that Christ died for sinners. Are you a sinner? Have you ever come to know and to realize that you're a sinner? My friend, Christ only, only died for sinners. He didn't die for the righteous. He came not to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. He said he came to seek and to save that which is lost. You ever been lost? The old Trailblazer times run out. I wish you would sit down and write me and help me with the broadcast. Remember, my mailing address is the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810 Walker, Louisiana 70785. But my website, radiomissions.org. Go there and look us up. See what all you can see about the old Trailblazer, Voice of Truth broadcast. And uh, if you would, write me, call me. Remember, uh, God loves sinners. Goodbye and God bless you.